0: All right, guys, welcome back to the Business Shift podcast. Today, we're bringing on Jason Vance. Jason has been experimenting with ideas and business since the late 90s which is before I was even born. (laughs) He's worked with some of the largest companies in the world and his friend's mom down the street. So he's worked with a variety of people. He's married with six kids and a large black dog and once had a client's website go down because of a lawnmower. I'm very interested to hear that story. Um, He's been doing this a long time. He's had huge clients, small ones, big wins, catastrophic losses. So it sounds like he's got some stories to tell and I'm looking forward to interviewing him today. So let's go ahead and cue that interview and then we'll bring them on. Welcome to the business shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. Jason, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Lena, thanks for having me.
0: Yes, I'm so excited to chat today. Um, let's just get right into it. My first question for you, I ask this at the beginning of every podcast, is do you think there's a difference between being a solopreneur slash self-employed person versus a business owner? And if so, what is that difference?
1: Um, yeah, I think the biggest difference comes down to your own mindset, Um, you you could be a single person operation which is in a way where i'm at right now yeah um and you know you could have like uh, you could outsource a lot of your stuff you could have a a team of people helping but i think i think really just comes down to your mindset Um, right but i would i think a lot of people who think they're entrepreneurs or business owners are really just freelancers and and solopreneurs that that if they're wanting to grow and do something more, you need a mindset shift. But I'd right. say it all starts and ends in the mind. I how agree you with you.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what are some of those key differences between somebody who thinks as a business owner versus somebody who thinks as a solopreneur?
1: Um I I think it comes down to well, have you ever read the book The E Myth, The Entrepreneurial Myth?
0: I haven't, but I've heard of it. It's on my audible list. Yeah. it's it's, it's, it's there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I think a lot like a, the reason why a lot of people get into starting a business is because they they have a skill, they have something you want to sell, and they're they're craftsperson, right? They they're the expert. And to become a business owner, you have to get off like the tools. I deal with a lot of construction yeah. clients and you know, we like I help some of them go from being on the tools, literally hammers, saws, shovels, to being the business owner. And you have to think of yourself as an owner and your main job as an owner is marketing and sales. It's not being on the tools anymore. Yes. Right. And so fulfillment then becomes something that, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to start thinking about outsourcing or finding a way to do it. And right. um, Yeah. But it's a hard shift because I think there's a lot of like solopreneurs, you know, the reason why you do something is because you're an artist in a way. Right. Right. Yeah. and you you're good at what you do whether it's like logos branding words you know I mean, the list is making donuts um you uh you become you know and then and then you know then you get ego in the way and you become like you know stuck with your like i'm the best donut maker. nobody
0: can do it better than me yeah. can't find and anybody then, that i can trust
1: totally and that's that's a big thing and i think Really, it's just, like business is a mindset game. As much as I yeah. wish it wasn't, you know. It, <laughs> why do it's, you it's, Why do
0: you wish it wasn't that way?
1: because <laughs> uh, I, I would just like to put numbers in a spreadsheet and you know see outcomes, and you know I'm good to go. But it's yeah. it's so much more. If you're going to be a business owner, it's you got to work a lot on your mindset, and um, and it's like it's like I've been at this. I'm mean, going to have my first client in late '90s, and yeah. you know, that's 20 plus years ago. I'm still learning stuff about myself and how I self-sabotage my life and all these things, you know, and I, I think about this stuff a lot. And so, you know, as a business owner, it's, you gotta, you gotta take care of your mental health and and focus.
0: Right. I completely, completely agree. Mm -hmm. So where would you say you're right now with your business? Um, and what do you currently do? What do you currently help people with?
1: Well, that is a big question because I'm in a bit of a transition. So okay. um, I built, I did websites and branding and I still do, I still do them in, in yeah. web hosting and support. I did that. That's the sort of through line. Um, 2020, I started a, like a local media and uh, marketing and we started it literally two months before, three months before the pandemic. Yeah, And we had, had a big team. I had uh, 15 people working with me. Wow, And, and then, you know, it's like, how long is the pandemic going to be? Is it going to be <laughs> you know, a week, yeah. a month, you know, and
0: years, <laughs>
1: years. And yeah. yeah, I made, I made a ton of bad decisions mm. and, you know, not being like, and I went through like when, it, when 2008, like the crash sort of happened, and I went through all that. Right. Um, but this, this was different. Like I thought I would like do the right thing and keep everybody around and pay all the bills and, we just like, I mean, we we're just brand new. So nobody really knew who we were, knew we were doing. Everybody right. was, we couldn't get sales and and I kept paying for everybody. And then I uh, like everything we have, we sort of lost. And, and then I put that on pause for a year. We actually moved to an island where I am now in West Coast. It's a yeah. big island. Um,
0: okay. I was thinking like small island.
1: <laughs> oh, no, it's huge. So um, it is an island though. I got to get a ferry to get to the mainland. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I mean right now I'm I'm actually helping a friend um with his coaching contracting business.
0: And yeah.
1: I still have clients. Um so but I am debating actually going back to what I started in 2020 and doing again. So I'm it's right. in a bit of a transition at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, but it sounds like you have experience on kind of both sides of being a solopreneur, being a business owner, um, because of the different businesses that you have run in the past. So what would you say was that shift, that mindset shift? Like what was the tactical actions that were required of you to make that shift? Because I know a lot of people who are stuck there in the, just being a solopreneur, they think that they're the best. They don't know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. So, what were some of those tactical actions that you needed to take to make that shift?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I I think I've always saw myself as an entrepreneur, business owner. Yeah. And and so I don't, and I do what I do not because it's like something that came naturally. I just did it,
0: and yeah.
1: And so I started. Where I started this whole journey was I was like an intern pastor at a church and I was the youngest guy on staff and they're like, Can you make us a logo? Can you make us a brochure? Can you make us the church website? And you know, they're paying me anyways or yeah, peanuts, but I just did it and I learned how to do it, and I was good enough that some of them the congregation members started asking me to make stuff for them. And then it kind of just snowballed from there, and you know, you don't make much money churches and then right got married and then my wife and I decided to move and have kids and that's when I went full-time and so yeah my journey into it is sort of by accident and not necessarily because it was something like I chose though I chose the route of being like a business owner right I've always thought of myself as that and you know when there's time like I can tell when there's times that it's like it's just me or I'm struggling and I go back on the tools and start doing everything that's when I'm least successful
0: Mm. Interesting. That's yeah. that's a really interesting perspective. And so you f- you find that your results and your progress will go down when you start to do it all yourself.
1: Yeah. And then when I have a team and you know, when there's good relationship with that team and, and I don't micromanage, we do amazing work. Like Right. And and, you know, and sometimes it takes a minute to find a good team, but when you do yeah. it's it's uh you know, they're worth everything. And I have yeah. some team members from old that would easily come back and work with me years, decade yeah. later. And yeah, so like, you know, as a business owner, you have to, there's so many more skills as an owner you have to learn. You have to learn management, which I'm not really good at. You have to yeah. learn leadership and, yeah. you know, you have to learn sales and, and that end of things as well.
0: Yeah. So what was the role that you first hired when you were building that big team of 15?
1: Um, well, that's a good question. It all kind of happened at once. Um, we, so I had, I had a guy working with me and he was just, I don't even know what he did to be honest, but he was around. He actually was working for me for free, which is yeah awesome.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then after that, we hired a designer, a nice. web designer. We hired a couple of VAs overseas right away to help find leads and make connections and stuff for us. Yeah. Uh, and then I hired a social media p- person, and then she randomly, like, got two f- interns to work for us for free for four months.
0: Wow, look she,
1: at that. Yeah, yeah, she just loved our, she loved working with me, and she's like, I got these two people. They want to, they've heard all my stories. Would you like to come, <laughs> they'd like to come intern like, for sure. free? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, and then I had a couple sales people working with us as well. Yeah. Um they were straight commission. Um, but I mean it was like it was all chaos. And I hired a designer. I don't I don't know what the order was. It was um at the end, it was January. Actually, we think we hired the sales first. Yeah. Um and then everything else after. But it was it was all really it happened really fast. It went mm-hmm. up and then crashed down.
0: Mm, yeah. Far. Yeah. Um, how did you find those people and find the right people to trust and to hire. And what was that process like?
1: Um, It's so I, I, I like everybody. I think everybody's awesome. and can do yeah. a great job. So I'm now having to refer to my wife to actually like vet whether or not they're getting a good job.
0: Right. Um,
1: so, I mean, I've had some really good successes in the past and they've all come through referrals and, mm-hmm you know, people I know, mm-hmm. the, but yeah, like, I think my, my hiring process and kind of everything I do is, is through this lens of relationship. So yeah. even all my marketing and sales, everything I've ever done is all through relationship. So, um, I forget that it, Darren Hardy, sorry. No, who, not, how the book, who not, how, yep, yep. Um, is a fantastic book. And it really summed up like kind of how I've, When I've been successful, I think about the who, not the how, right? And so, you know, I've been around a long time, lots of friends. And then if I need somebody, I'll just, like, call up who I know might do it. Then they'll either, you know, I can do it with them or they'll have a referral. And and plus, I have clients. Like, I've called up clients, too. Yeah. I have clients that have a good relationship with. And, you know, I'll ask them for... You know, if they know of anybody. Like if I'm looking for say a web designer. Right. It sounds weird, but to call a client, but there's enough I have enough clients that, that I have a good relationship with that I could be like, Do you know any web designers around? I'm looking yeah. at her and they'll they'll get referrals for sure.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing. I think that Tapping into the network that you already have is a really good mm-hmm. idea because I think people go, oh, hi, or I need to look on Upwork or Fiverr or something. And that's the only place that yeah. I can find things. And it's like, no, you like talk to people, talk to people that, you know, there's a whole bunch of people that you may be willing to to join your team because of that.
1: Yeah. And I have used like onlinejobs.ph and I'd mm-hmm. say that's probably was it. I've got a couple of people from there that were really good. Yeah. Um but I even had a, a, a guy from the Philippines who was dating a girl in the city I lived in yeah. and he was in Canada and he lived in the Philippines and he worked with me for almost six years.
0: Yeah. And wow. It, you
1: know, it was, it was amazing, but that was still through relationship. So, right. Right. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. So what has been the the biggest thing that you've learned personally from running a team? That I'm not good at running a team. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? Um, Why is that?
1: So there's a difference between running a team and leading a team. And, and I'm really good at leading the team. I'm Mm -hmm. not good at running the team. And so.
0: What's the difference?
1: uh, So the leading is the, the vision casting this, like really the support, you know, and, and the overall direction of everything. But the, the, the Daily management and and you know task and in, in the is would be I consider the running the team.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so
1: way more manager role, and I'm I'm better at the leader visionary role. And right. when it comes to the management, I'm a very I'm I'm two hands off. So I'm like, here's a job, here's my expectations. You know, mm-hmm. um, you just go do it, and then like, checking when you're done. Well, I need to, like, this is part of what I learned in, like, 2020 when I was a big team. I wasn't checking in near enough with the people that I was, that was that were working for me. And, like, yeah, you know, there was stuff that should have been done in days. that was taking weeks. And Right. And then when it was submitted, you know, plus we're all remote and it's COVID and it's crazy. But, you know, so I'm yeah. gonna, I'll, I'll allow for some of that yeah. to play in. But really, like, I wasn't, following up like I should have. I didn't have that process. Um, yeah. And i not good at it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think if I was like, I am going to be growing a team again here right now and I'll yeah. probably get like, cause I'm doing web design. So I'll do, I'll get a web designer first, but my next hire after that will be a virtual assistant to help with admin and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So what has been the biggest struggle for you as a business owner currently? And what have you been doing to uh, work through that, that struggle? Hmm.
1: I would say, so I don't, this is a good question. Cause the last, since 2020, it's been like 2020 was actually amazing. It's fun to spend a lot of money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but then. But on the other side of it, when it's all gone, it's like, oh now what yeah um,
0: right
1: I, like I'm gonna have a different answer to this because I think for me as a business owner, a lot of my struggle has been around um, like, ident my own identity as the business owner and yeah. not necessarily like any I can anybody can learn tactics you can learn yeah. you know that one plus one equals two and you know, you do this and it's gonna get you more leads but are, is the thing that I'm building aligned with my personal values and the long term goals that I have for myself and my family? And I mm-hmm. think, and I think like I've had bunch, like lots of failures over the years and lots of successes, but the last little bit, I'm like, what do I, I'm going ask, what do I really want as a business owner?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I'm 100% in control of my life right yeah i get i get to make whatever i want and serve it to the world right and and i mean there is there's an element of like if what i'm offering isn't value to the world then i can't offer it right but yeah but within the context of what people are willing to buy i get to decide and um and that right now is like it's a big conversation i've been having with my wife for the last few months quite a few months and what that looks like and how am I going to show up in the world? What am I going to put out? And yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Really powerful stuff to talk about that idea of being able to understand like what you're doing, why you're doing it, the clarity of it. I think, yeah. is massive. Um, and for me, like I've, I've seen that as well in my own business. Like I can commit to something when I understand the clarity, the reason why I'm yeah. doing what I'm doing, and that makes a difference. So I relate to you on that end with that. Um, I It sounds like based off of your intro that you've got some amazing stories. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to hear the story of how a client's website went down because of a lawnmower. Like, tell me that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we were approached to make a website for um, the net Netflix TV show last chance U. okay do you know that
0: I that have song? not heard of it before I've probably seen it at some point when scrolling Netflix yeah,
1: it's, it's a like a college football show Mm-kay. called last chance last chance you and anyways we, we had a really tight deadline it was um, there was some conflict in in there in their world and yeah. and they had fired somebody and they're like we, we have 10 days for you to build us a website that's going to sell the last chance you uh, clothing on the site. And so we, yeah. we had this crazy deadline and like 10 days to build an e-commerce site and hundreds of play profiles. And it, it was insane. So wow. we, and we had a, like, it was like a really hard deadline because the show goes live at like, you know, 1am somewhere in the west, like, or east, I guess. Like right, England. you got
0: the different time zones. Yeah,
1: and so we're scrambling, scrambling. Anyways, we we get it up, and, I mean, it was... It, it, is, it, it was what it was. It was 10 days. We get it up. Everything was working, which was a miracle. Yeah. They get six hours into the website being up, and they insisted that we host it on their college um, servers.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, some... One of the lawn maintenance guys was out cutting the like literally the football field lawn, and he ran into a telephone pole, which took out the transformers of the whole campus, took out the website. And I get a call at six thirty in the morning, and I had just gone to bed. Yeah, and the the website's down. But he's like, "You're not going to believe how it went down. You know, a <laughs> lawnmower took out our website, and it ended oh, up getting gosh. up later that day. But yeah." it's like the dog really did eat my homework.
0: Yeah. You're like, no, like this actually. (laughs) Yeah, That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. I think that there are so many ups and downs that come with business and just the stories that happen. It's, it's crazy. Um, but we can laugh looking back at them going like, yeah, that happened.
1: Well, we had a really, that like that client was, they were really good. They understood the constraints. We did everything that we, they, they asked us on time, launched it. And, you know, it was so stressful. Like, even when that happened, he was laughing his head off. He's like, I have this funny story to tell you.
0: Uh, Yeah,
1: it happens. Yeah, it does. Probably not that often.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not specifically with a lawnmower, but, you know, (laughs) people got their own things. (laughs) So this has been such a pleasure. I want to ask one last question to you, which is, how do you really move towards seeing the dream you have become a reality?
1: Yeah, I think the first thing is getting really, really clear on what it is, and and I I honestly think that takes either a coach or like whether there's a lot of journaling. The the challenge that we have in getting clear on what our dreams are is you you have all these voices in your head, right? They're they're your friends' voices, they're your parents, your social media, you know, there's these these own stories that you tell yourself that what you really want um and I, I think that like is the, the first step um something that i i do and i get you know others to do is write a list of a 100 things that you want yeah and, and go through and like and then categorize them and then from there once you really have clarity and you understand then you got to decide what vehicle you're going to build to get you there right yeah right and so if 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 you want to be like a famous designer and that's your goal and you want to be the designer then build a web design business yeah right that you're the designer you're the famous one or if you just want to make you know a couple hundred thousand dollars a year and have the cabin in the woods and go away for two months like there's nothing that you can't have as a business owner which is the beauty of being a business owner right and but you just need to be clear then you need to reverse engineer it and then Give yourself time and patience. You have to be patient with yourself,
0: right? Yeah. And
1: it, it'll both happen faster and take way longer than you think. But if you're if you're not patient in that journey to building the life you want, it you know you'll never actually get there. You have to enjoy the journey.
0: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm.
1: find clarity and then just basically reverse engineer backwards.
0: Oh, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Where can people find you if they want to connect with you more, if they want to hear more from you? Where can they go?
1: Yeah, you can go to my website, jasonvance.com, and then you can from there you can just find me on social media. Okay.
0: Awesome. So, so great. Anything else you want to add before we finish up for today?
1: No, thank you. It's been a pleasure.
0: It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Let's go ahead and cue that outro. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.